Freedom 35555 all right, we're a Freedom 35ers, a Cardano NFT podcast. This is episode 69, technically episode 70 for all the OGs out there. My name is TJ. I go by Lazy T. And I am the other Tom. I go by Lavish Bear. And tonight, Tom. Wow. There we go. It's be <laughs> the only one this week. Yeah. Keep, you know, keep it informal. I thought about making it Tommy, but that just would have felt weird. I even thought about <laughs> doing like the backwards hat kind of like. Yeah like tommy you like when Jim dresses like dwight yes what are you doing exactly that <laughs> michael is not a joke <laughs> i'm not gonna lie when i first did the intro just now i almost said my name is tommy i go by teal demo why because i'm just so used to hearing him go first and i legit almost said that that's me uh, the uh episode 72 you kept it kept it alive for the ogs I wanted to ask that too, but I know Tommy would be listening for it, so I had to keep him keep him happy while he's on his honeymoon. Maybe next week I'll change it up a bit. I am curious <laughs> if he's going to try and get a little sneak listen in on Friday if he gets like, a sure. break for like a nap time or something. I'm sure he will, especially with that five hour difference. I know he's been lurking on the computer and or his phone, I should say, looking at Twitter and stuff and what's been going on because I see him posting in our Discord now, so it's pretty cool. So Monday, I'll share my screen now. Tommy usually does all of this. Monday, we got the pleasure to chat with her monsters finally, which that was pretty cool. And it was great to meet them and chat with them. I gotta say, it looks much better without Tommy on there. I mean, come on, just, Doesn't just four it? Just boxes. Four, like, four it's boxes. Just clean. I mean, so, you know, we might need to start reevaluating this. We have to kick him off more. Yeah, often. I was going to say we'll have a corporate meeting, you know, board meeting while Tommy's gone. <laughs> yeah. No, no it was, this was actually, uh, I don't know what you said. We talked to Sev in, was it August or September of last year? Yeah, August or September for sure. It was a but while it's like ago. The fall of last year, we were kind of planning and setting up to kind of talk to them, um, or been talking about them and excited to talk to them. So this is a long one, long one in the making. Yeah, he definitely like even from when we talked to them in August or September, they definitely withheld some stuff for us even then. So we I we were learning stuff even that night. I didn't know that when I recommended or what was it nominated someone a few months ago with words that it was it was null and voided now did not know that until literally during the live stream and i, was I know say, you it was probably an announcement that was made somewhere um you know on their discord side their unofficial you know kind of discord side or whatever but um i was not something i was aware of either so i'm glad that came up because we were kind of expecting me to get my nomination from tommy yeah also you, you know i saw that though a lot of the chat too i mean that is something that kind of comes i think along with having the unofficial discord that you know if you do go to their twitter it's not exactly like um always like right there linked so um <clears throat> or on their website uh more so like that information so it's probably somewhere in there but a lot of people have kind of missed a lot of that even as far as the um if you get nominated you're automatically whitelisted whatever like waltz put in for that nominations on the whitelist it's not i thought it was like a nomination process and then something would have been picked out of that pool of nominated people um, i wonder if people are trying to be cheeky and like sell their apartment after already nominating themselves so they still get the nomination with that apartment i wonder if they're they're trying to maybe oh, combat sure. that because i'd be kind of curious because i know people are saying that the floor has dropped on them a little bit and i guarantee you that's why people just nominated themselves like all right i'm gonna get a little profit from the from the apartments i was like mm, that's a little that's why though you can look they have it listed on yeah store if it's been nominated or not already but for sure there's gonna be people that probably make that mistake too 
Tommy I know. did that on a project. We can share some stories while he's gone now that he wouldn't want to share, right? Uh, <laughs> what was that project he accidentally did that on, I think? He bought a wings or something for um, Happy Hoppers that uh, shouldn't have been sold after they had been used for the upgrade. Um, so he snagged some. I forget what it actually was because I'm not in. Oh, that. it was the I, gold wings thing. The gold wings, yeah. So and it had already been used. A gold wings. Something. Like, it was something like that with the gold fish or whatever mm -hmm. and then how you just get the wings on it yeah yeah yeah. i do remember that that was a while ago <laughs> he's probably like damn shut up guys but yeah that was uh that i think you might have shared that already but yeah. one um i will say i think you know this is maybe their second or third time coming on actual you know not live but on camera with yeah uh, with their interviews or their spaces that they do because they do a lot of spaces on twitter um so that was kind of cool. I know it wasn't, I, you know, we have a lot of firsts on our show that had been pretty neat to snag, but um, I will say Vern and Sev that, you know, they obviously do a lot of the spaces. So they're very used to, you know, kind of going through the talking points and talk track. Um, I hope we kind of threw them off with some questions. I know yeah. it's just the two of us. So even our flow is a little bit off. I think they said their flow is off being on cam. So it was like, oh, yeah. this is kind of both ours ours this is perfect <laughs> exactly um, I, it was funny hearing them say that though because they're they're more comfortable in spaces and i'm more comfortable doing that so it's just it's it's cool to see the differences between us as far as what we feel more comfortable doing I, it's me it's just being like a you know lazy factor of the spaces thing because like i'm like staring at my phone like stressing out that i'm gonna be talking with my mic on or talking my mic is off type of thing and i said this whole spiel and i'm like shit i was muted that whole time or i'm like saying something or talking to my wife or just walk can't walk around because i'm afraid they'll hear the background noise or whatever's going on so it's just it was funny to hear that they rather do spaces and i'd rather be on youtube or live streams i've done that where you, you tell like a little stupid joke like a slick comment but then like no one responds and you're like damn that really wasn't funny and then you're like ah oh, fuck i'm muted yeah um, that didn't land burn had the uh actually the opposite uh reasoning that i have like she said that she prefers the space because she can use people going on mute or unmute as a cue like oh this person unmuted they're trying to talk next so i'll let them go um whereas i've always like that's a challenge i have more in the spaces where it's always kind of hard to find that spot to fit in sometimes, especially when we all have such like different talking cadences. Cause like I talk, um, especially like a lot of times when we're doing these, I just kind of ramble with the words that come into my head until like, <laughs> it's like, all right, I'm done. Um, so <laughs> some people aren't always prepared or like anticipating the end of my sentence or like for my question to approach after talking. And in the space, I have more trouble with that. But when we're talking like this, I can like read your body language and kind of tell like, you know, yes. where you're kind of like, oh, he just stopped and I can like come in now or he's just like thinking or something as he's still speaking. Um, so that was kind of interesting to hear. Um, and also, but I, they they do such a good job and like with their spaces, they we really couldn't get like any of the, uh, I don't know, the alpha we can sometimes sneak out of some. I project. tried sneaking sneak some. Out, you know, but they like to share it. I think we kind of let people loosen up some and they, you know, start having a good time and kind of share a little more than maybe they'd normally want to. Uh, but they shut us down. They were a vault for they sure. Did. I was trying to get more info as far as like the rooms and the staking goes, like how that's going to work and how do you get to nominate and choose people, all that. So I was trying to sneak some of that information, but no, it was great having them on. I definitely would like to have them come on afterwards. Their mint goes through. So to kind of hear where they're going next, honestly, I know I was trying to reach for the next mint when they haven't done the first mint, but um definitely excited to talk to them again for sure all right i'm gonna stop sharing all i was right. gonna say seeing that website again though like um 
they lev the dev um as they call lev over there they're you know kind of co-founder developer uh it, it's you know not a problem when i think a project outsources or or you know brings in other teams um or you know just people temporary to do some work like build a website uh but and, and that's perfectly fine as far as like hey if that's not your strong suit or you don't have someone in your team like definitely make sure you get that done correctly so bring in someone yeah. who knows what they're doing uh but when you have that person on your team that's part of like the team part of the co-founder and is moving the project along and also that skilled it just i mean you're that far ahead i feel like because the amount of stuff it allows them to do where he can kind of do those like hey if they have a fun little quick idea he can start working on it or try and implement it as opposed to like oh, that'd be a cool idea but are we really going to hire someone and pay them that much extra to do it like he can even come up with his own stuff, take the initiative yeah. and be like, guys, log on the website, check out what I just did. It's pretty sweet. Uh, and I just think that's such like a resource to have that. Uh, it was really cool, again, to kind of learn more about the team and where they all fit in. Absolutely. And I, and I can't stress this enough. I've said this so many times, but I truly mean it. I'm just so glad that they really took their time on this project. They didn't want to mint it quickly. And I will say that I like that they listened to the community. They, you know, they took over the, that took over, but they listened to them as far as the discord when that community just came up with their own discord, the underground. And then I, I just learned, I didn't realize that it wasn't, must have not been paying attention or something that the community came up with the game or whatever, the duck game that I have not checked out yet personally, but uh, that's just them. Or whatever. Go duck yeah. yourself. Something like that. I don't remember. Just go duck yourself. But um, I just think it's great that they really listen to their, their community. They take their ideas in and they just kind of work together, you know, as a, as a whole, not just being the project leaders or founders. They're, they're really treating this as the community's project in a sense. And I really appreciate that aspect from them. It's really interesting how their community came together to start Discord. Tommy kind of touched on that um, in the live stream where he asked them, like, you know, part of their success has been the fact that they do have a Discord. It's definitely something that's helped them along or may not have survived without it, but it's been ran and, and you know, started by the community. <clears throat> And we have seen these other projects that did not do that. They were like, we're not going to have a Discord. We're not doing that normal route that you see projects. We're doing something different or whatever the case was yeah. um, for the reasoning. And we didn't really see those communities those step up the same way um, as, you know, this one. It just kind of, there's those projects that grab a hold of you. And this was definitely one that we even said multiple times, like just the first time I went to the website, the music, the atmosphere, the style, the, the art, the thought into the puzzles and things like that, the interaction and engagement. Um, on that part, uh, like yourself on your own, the exploration and discovery on the website and then sharing that with like the members of the community. It's really got uh, people kind of, it's got us excited at least too, but it's got people for sure um, captivated. I like that, the minting experience too. I was trying to get him to talk about. Mm, I want to know what it's going to be. Yeah, the there's daily, a lot about that. If I can move kind of... on to the next day, like activities, if, it, if it's actually stopped, like, okay, you're finished this day's activity, you can't go on type of thing. Or if I can just blow through everything. So I like that. It's going to be kind of probably stopped, I'm assuming, because they didn't really clarify too sure or want to share too much about it, which I understand. Um, it is speak something that sounds cool though, because they have it in their tweet like as far as their announcement where it's like a one-of-a-kind mint experience uh, or mint day like no other and um that seems you know like oh it's pretty you know you got to say it's that different well you got to say that though you know any project could say that like oh we're gonna have a one-of-a-kind minting experience but they may not be doing anything special it could just be yeah you say like it's just why not it's just so, a new minting provider yeah exactly yeah whatever it is um yeah. you know or this is like of course it's one of a kind all our nfts are one of a kind <laughs> what do you mean like <laughs> these aren't copies um but you know they have like 
some, you know, it's going to be a multi-day mint event with different like stories and lores for different people to engage in, like whether you're public, whether you're part of um, different parts of the whitelist, different tiers, prior holders, apartment holders. So it's going to be uh, very interesting when that comes up because it's uh, something they've thought out and have had this long to plan too. They've definitely focused their time. I'm excited for that for sure. Oh, that might be some... Might uh, have to take a look, and maybe do some sort of like uh, live part on that. I was end. just gonna say, we yeah, yeah Tom, Tommy should be back by then. We should maybe try to do a little a live event or so. That'd be a great idea, Tommy. Let's, if you're not half asleep on Saturday, we're gonna do that. Uh, so speaking of other mints, so the Goofy Gophers today just announced that they are today Wednesday that they are pushing their mint back until the 18th of March. Um, I think it had a lot to do, or part of it had to do with. Their Discord getting hacked on Sunday, just took it over. But they resolved that quickly, by the way. And I think it's just given Flipper more time to kind of test things out. That's what they're talking about. Um, so they did move it to the 18th. So everybody does now have until March 14th to get their wallets whitelisted and verified in the Discord. So if you have not done it yet, head to the Discord and verify your wallet to get whitelisted in there. Uh, definitely. As far as... Um... What we were both, all three planning on getting them into. Does that mean Tommy will be back? He will be back by then. He'll be back. He gets back the 17th. So and actually, so was, this is going on during the monsters, one, too. He was going to miss this one, though, wasn't he? Or I don't think he was going to miss it. He, he, no, he brought his tablet for it. Ah, that's what it was. Okay. But hey, and I won't have to do that. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. So oh, that's smart, though. I mean, especially just to make sure maybe we need to take an extra look here. See, I didn't see what the where the attack came from, how this one got hacked. I don't know if you got details on that. I know a lot of times it's usually like one of the higher up mods or something like that, clicking a link that maybe they weren't supposed to, but they've been given some extra permissions within the server. Yeah. Uh, for all we know though, someone that was, you know, on the main team, I, I don't know in this case. Um, so I they showed I that, but. I don't know specifically how it happened, but if memory serves me correctly on Sunday, I think even it was actually Ryan's. I'm now I could be wrong. It was someone of the founders, Ryan's or the, or the other person's. I can't remember their name. They posted a, a, a mint with an ETH link. So right there, red flag. If you ever see an ETH leak like in a Discord, do not click on that. Especially on if it's Cardano not, side especially. Especially, yeah. especially if it hasn't already been announced prior to that, like multiple days or whatever. It's just a random ETH link drop, don't click on that. So that was kind of the first red flag. So that, and then when people were questioning it, this, that, and the other, they started kicking people out, shutting down channels, all that stuff. But it seemed to be resolved fairly quickly as far as getting their get Discord back. back. How they get that back? I, I don't know. Because th that kind of concerns like me for our Discord. I'm like, how do we stop got a couple unofficial mods running around over here. We just can't <laughs> give them too much permission. You know what I mean? As long yeah. as they don't have any control over actual channels and things like that, we'll, we'll be pretty straight. You know, if they get hacked, we should be okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, so you're telling me all those DMs I get that say Space Buds are now mincing on Ethereum. I should be clicking those links. I mean, they always just seem like closed and too slow. I can never get on those new Space Bud mints on Ethereum. Unless they don't say free, don't click on them. If they say okay. free, click on them oh, all okay. the way. Free mint. Yeah. For sure. I saw one recently that says Clay Nation pitch mint. I was like, that has been done a long time ago. <laughs> uh all right it's like they some of them like some of them you got to give them credit and people fall for it it sucks it's unfortunate but you know at least they like you don't want to get scammed by a lazy scammer because then i mean you already feel you it's got to feel a little dumb you know i mean you're a not little dumb. Effort it's easy it. to fall for but you feel dumb it's that feeling of like i cannot believe i like 
I've always been on the outside. I've always been like, oh, that sucks, but it never happened to me. And then it does. And you're like, God, now I'm part of those that group. Yeah. But if you get it for someone like that, where it's just like, yummy 10K release. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me jump in on Sweet. this. Sweet. Yeah. The sad thing is, though. Like, wait, why did I fall for that? Yeah. Well, what it is, they probably try to get catch the new people in the space that'll click on it. That's the I think the big thing is. So many new people in the space that actually listen to this, do not click on any random links unless you verify it first. Always do your due diligence, not just with projects, but with random links that get sent to you. That's my PSA for the for the show today. Oh, another thing for the show: if you're liking this content, if you please give us a nice little thumbs up and a sub button, share this video out there. We would greatly appreciate it. Back uh, we podcast. need those likes this week. We need, you know, show mm. Tommy. Uh, show Tommy, know, yeah. That's even better without him. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, uh, who was it that I think it was Aeonium Sky when they had the link just dropped in their Discord? You know, oh my first, gosh. Was it his, yeah. uh, his, his was reaction where it's just no. No, no, no. It was Wraith. Wraith it wrote was that. Wraith. Okay. Wraith. Yeah. Yeah. I know they both no. had it happen. But Don't, Wraith like, just like, like just, no. he just shut down for like half a second. All he could say was just like, no. <laughs> no, uh, I, I think our buddy did click on it. Did he uh, click yeah, on no. it? I think we yeah. did two people to click on it actually, for sure. <laughs> and I remember that happening on Sky too. I think for that one, he just he he blacked out all of the. Uh... No, that was a different issue. They had a different issue with the minting process. No, that was the bots got yeah, to the bots got the... that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but that was cool. I like that he voided it completely. He's like, no, nope, these are are not getting that. Yeah, yeah that mm-hmm. was uh, really appreciated them doing that for sure. I wonder if any of those have gone up like. This is the avoided ones. Avoided ones? Yeah. I don't Definitely know. Something that happen. Stupid things happen like that sometimes in these spaces. It happens in all all collector spaces where you have those yeah. ones that, for whatever reason, are a little bit different or broken or messed up, especially in a specific way. Um, and they kind of gain that value, um, you know, that extra extra money, extra yeah. extra pesos. Extra, oh, speaking of pesos, like, see, Tom, I like that little transition you did there. Let me get to uh, the tweet here. So, Dilly actually released a new, another bill. It might be in the Discord too, but I saw it on his page today. So a little preview of the, the MX bills that are coming out. So this is pretty cool. It has a dead pixel face on it. I really enjoyed, uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying seeing all these ones come out. I'm curious to know when exactly the mint date is. I don't think they've actually announced that yet. So I'm definitely pumped to actually be able to mint this. Now, I know we were talking about this on Monday a little bit. It's just the way that they're able to capture like the real look of currency yes, um, and how different it is from the old money, you know, OG line, um, the, the two bills, like this is just, um, it, it really does, you know, it's like the difference between it's the details. A dollar or like, you know, Mexican peso or whatever yep. they end up doing next euros, Deutschmarks. I don't know where they're going to go with this. Um, but yeah, exactly. Just like the little details, just, their eye for that uh, tricks in um, and just even into like the fonts that he uses, the kind of colors and like watermarks, security bars, all that. Yeah. It's thought of um, is amazing. Now I will say personally, like um, this still fits very much, much in tricks style. And it's kind of been more, I feel like something that was in that music video we saw for the weekend. Uh, Yes. Happening or what song that was. Yeah. I think Um, it was happening with the weekend. Yeah. And uh, especially like a lot of the new promo stuff and all of the, the tits, um, you know, he's shown us a lot of tits lately. Trix has always shown us tits. Um, <laughs> That's fun to say. <laughs> um, but the, this, this art style is like, you know, it's uh, he's used it, um, developed it a lot. I did, I really connected with the kind of drawn in style of the, um, 
the original bills, you know, or yes. like someone doodled on it themselves. On the that's really bill, what, yes. That's really what got me involved. And I, I do say I prefer that, but I love that this one is is different, you know, that they didn't just continue that along. They, well, they've kind of, this is more almost like that. Um, it looks like when you like clip out of like a magazine and like create true. like a person or something like that. Um, it's that kind of like mix match, hodgepodge kind of art style. Yeah. I like it a lot. Well, I will say we haven't seen all the bills yet. So hopefully maybe you will get to see some doodled on bills in their it's collection. Awesome. That would be, that'd be great. Cause I do agree. I like those doodle ones too, especially with the laser eyes on them. Um, speaking of laser eyes, where'd that go right here? This one, sorry. Hmm. Okay. And uh, laser eyes here. This is from the shout out to MF or Chris Dilly was posting about it. he did. This is uh, his unique RPC did or take on the bill, which is sick. By the way, the graphics on this thing is absolutely amazing from the crinkles to the lasers through the bill looks really, really good. The burn too, like the other, like the underlying yes. bill where you can see it didn't, it's not like on fire. It's not like it just like dragged in fire PNG or something like it has that like paper burn look to it. Uh, like the way paper, like a, like a tissue burns away, um, like where it yep. creeps on it. Um, it's amazing. Oh, it's on. I can't see my camera's blocked. It's on the left side too, the top bill there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, for sure. I actually didn't see this until you sent this. No, um, this, so this is awesome. Sick. Yeah, this is really cool. Yeah, uh, I was for sure. Checking this out tonight. I'm, I'm very curious because Dilly said getting everyone familiar with his work. So I don't know if that means project or mm. what coming out. But either way, this is they did a really good job of, you know, adapting the or adopting the the bill and make it even that much you know realistic looking in a in a, in a picture there so it looks really this good. one goes a little bit harder like than like the kind of goofy spirit to me of like the old money like i know old money does have like uh you know um new york and everything um but this one i don't know kind of get like like the purge or something like that yes it does look the purge style right there it is it's true well the face in general i i, I recognize this face because i always think of uh beetlejuice when they open up the mouth yeah into a big beak or something like that yes so i always yeah. think of mm -hmm. beetlejuice when i see that face all right yeah those bills are really sick looking i'm really enjoying the mx bills and shout out to mf for chris for that ad adaptation of the o2 Point two bills there so those look that looked really good another mint coming up that's actually going to be had already happened yesterday or thursday for us which is tomorrow for us but thursday for you guys which is yesterday i know it gets confusing um is the astro mint i just was looking at this tonight i know resin in the discord was talking about it um i myself have not had a chance to take a peek at it with everything going on this past weekend some of you guys know got married and just busy with work honestly um but essentially what this project is is they're an nft project obviously but they're also like a lending pool and you use your uh they unlock the ada of your cardano nfts and use them as collateral so just in this video alone i know you, for the audio listeners out there you can't see this so what you do is when you want to borrow uh anything from their from their pool there you click on it and then you can set your nfts as collateral and then if you have any of their astros in your uh, wallet you get a discount depending on how many you have in there so one says five percent two's ten five twenty five percent ten nfts are fifty percent so once you set that collateral you set the there's a repayment amount and there's a percentage that you have to repay as well so interest obviously rate. there's interest, interest rate yeah on it. yeah mm -hmm. yeah so uh this looks really really cool and i think this will do honestly really well as far as because people are going to want more for that discount um, so this is an interesting way to do the lending pool. I just like that they call it 
unlocking your ADA and your CNFTs. I think that is a really cool draw for people right there. It's going to change the game, I think, a little bit. It almost bit. sounds like, I mean, in a way, like refinancing your house or something, like kind of like dividend yes. value that you've accrued from like your house um, or paying it off to where like you have these NFTs sitting and you're not really doing anything with them as they continue to develop. And you can kind of use their value as leverage to get more ADA and do some trades with yes. that, that other ADA for some quick flips um, without maybe spending or some cash to get ADA right now. Um, it'll be interesting. I, what I'm waiting for is some of these to really start getting more popular to where we see that like more activity transactions and I, there's going to be problems with the valuations at times. Um, and I'm just curious to see where that gets to, uh, you know, or like people say they want a certain money and they're like, look at this. They're trying to only give me like 200 ADA for my clay or something like that. Like we're yeah. fucking crazy. Like there's no way. Um, yeah. So I'm just curious when that's kind of, they're going to have some issues, not them specifically. I just mean, as these start really rolling out, becoming more popular, um, but I'm ready to hear some success stories too. I'm, I'm hoping these, you know, the people that do utilize this, it goes really well for them. They're able to do the flip. They're able to get their NFT back, you know, with their profits and right. pay off that little bit of interest and it works out well for everyone, but it'll be cool to hear that story if that happens, oh, especially I like in the discord or something like, Hey, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't have the ADA for this mint. So I just pawned something off essentially um, yeah. and uh, got some quick money, did the flip, you know, bought back my NFT, paid for it off, paid the interest and uh, ended up with like 158 a profit or something for doing for free. That, that is a really cool story and idea because I think people are going to utilize that a lot more closer to other things minting just so they can get that the flip and the big gains back so they can, you know, maximize their return by having a ton of liquidity because they have this specific NFT without actually selling it. You just set it up as collateral and then you get an X amount of ADA and you can just use it on the mint and just mint as much as you can and then flip it because I know that's like a flipper's paradise right there to do that stuff. What I'm uh, curious is, you know, obviously most of these have some sort of like limitations on which NFTs look accept as collaterals and not right. stuck, you know, like, so I don't go and be like, Hey, I don't care if the floor is five, I'll, I'll <laughs> put up 30 of my dogs on the chain or something like that. Give me 30 <laughs> times five for all these. And I'm never going to pay you back because I couldn't sell them if I wanted to, and you're not gonna be able to sell them. They're not worth anything. Um, I'm kind of curious where that goes as well. I guarantee um, there's some stipulation because I know Malador yeah, does that where there's only certain NFTs that they mm -hmm. are going to accept as collateral because other than that, they like you said- Same on the high end. They can't take those ones that are worth like 80,000 ADA or whatever because yeah. they don't have that kind of pool to pay out. There's no buyer, yet. right? Yeah, exactly. So God forbid yeah. you can't pay back. You know, There's no buyer for that specific NFT. They need a somewhat popular NFT that has a decent floor that they're going to be willing to accept as collateral. That's that's really, I'm sure, that's so really how it would work though. The, um, as far as the uh, the art goes, I think there's different races I've seen. I didn't let me see the art here. And I did see the partner with Big, which that is big. Uh, let's see if I can get some art images on here. I didn't actually see it too much. This is really. I was cool, gonna though. say yeah, no, I saw this one as well. I know um, it's just an announcement, but it just that's it's the, sick. Yeah, yeah, because they have they have a pass also. They have the flux. I think is what it's called. I believe so. Yes, a flux capacitor. Yes, I'm looking for it now. Yes, Pastor these Fox. are really cool though. These are sick. I like All right. Well, honestly, I really like the galaxy built into like his. I don't know if that's his it's not skin. armor. It's like his skin is peeling. Yeah, 
and um Galaxy that, one, skin. that was pretty crazy i like i think the other one's a little more subtle where skin's almost peeled away mm-hmm. and you can just kind of see that dark purple and stars but um no, all right really good. all right so i'm definitely uh I, mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to that I, I don't know how it gets a man i think i don't know if it's whitelist only to be fair sorry asho i don't know too much about the project other than i just really was digging into it today so i don't know if it's a whitelist only or if it is going to be released for what was the date too. on it though minting march 9th Ninth, so tomorrow, tomorrow Thursday. So yesterday, if you're listening to the podcast on Friday. Yes. Got it. So I don't know, but it looks really cool. I'll have to do a little bit more of a, a deeper dive into it. But um, shout out to you guys, Astro. I was reading that Astro races. Like, oh, they're going to be like, it's going to be like a racing game. You can race yeah. these to Altana, like get on board. This is pretty awesome. But no, they mean like they're alien races or six, yeah. six different alien races. But I was like, all right, cool. Not bad. Not bad. There you go. All right, before we officially wrap it up on the back end, like Tommy likes to say, I did want to bring up Dead Rabbit Society. Actually, Tom, you, you brought it up actually early to, as a topic to talk about because I know we all appreciate and always have liked the artwork and like that they've been building in the space. I know Tommy actually had some rabbits. I myself haven't, I don't have any yet, but I do appreciate that they've been building. They have some some news coming out or that came out on March 7th that they have their, their dead store active. They got their weapons mint coming out in March. Their NFT battle cla- class and mole mint and battle app. So I'm very excited to hear they're still building and still grinding in the space because I've always appreciated their artwork. Honestly, I do. I have always liked it. It's something cool. that um, like we got a lot of similar. It's hard for me to find the right words because I don't mean that they were both kind of doing something similar to each other or copying or anything along those lines. It was just there were traits about Malador that we really liked that we also liked about Dead Rabbit Society. They were doing um, some similar things as far as the way they were approaching their marketing and their release and just the care they were putting into their project and lore. Absolutely. Um, But it was different than Mallard. It wasn't copying or it was just it was. Um, the base was the same, but they were doing it in their own way, in their yeah. like rabbit, you know, their rabbit way. Um, and yeah, it was one that Tommy got, had some time there that he actually kind of got real into um, and was able to take a deeper dive on because it was before Mallard. It um, was, yeah. I think a few months before Mallard, yeah. Yeah. And I remember he really started getting in on the floor. They had a lot of the community kind of following along those puzzles. Um, the big one I know was for a while, it was like the rabbits that had the ear tags. And That's I'm sure right. there's been more since then um, that we just have not been able to follow up on. So it's one that I kind of want to take a look at because it's something we always yeah like the vibes really i mean that's i don't i don't really like saying that that's pretty much what it was i just kind of enjoyed um their style and the the art style even but just also the community and the the team um and then seeing yeah i saw these weapons where they're really kind of getting into this these battles that they're going to start doing the war um well these these what's up these weapons remind me of what's that game that you and tommy used to play on uh, xbox Hmm. Uh, they, there's different there's 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 three games kind of them they're like the kind of the cartoony like destroyer oh yeah borderlands, borderlands. yeah so oh, these yeah, weapens sure. kind of yeah they have that cell like, shaded art style yeah for sure like the hard lines they actually yeah. do quite a bit i like and that may be why i'm so drawn to them right away because i fucking love borderlands that's um, instantly I what i thought those. of when i saw it um but for sure yeah and those games are still great but um i could see that uh somewhat for sure um but it matches their rabbits well yeah and i guess that's gonna it's gonna be a mint what I like is if you have those cards back open, TJ, they actually show like um, their, their stats on them, you know, attribute focus, strength, uh, two strength, two minus, you know, wits. So like they're going to have these RPG elements as yeah. far as to built into the rarity. I'm assuming the colors 
will mean some sort of rarity too, like as they, you know, orange, purple, epic, um, rare, that kind of thing, common, whites and greens. Um, so I'm kind of curious to see how far it kind of gets into that and then how it starts to connect. Uh, I want to look a little bit even more into this because I know part of that is a moment, which yeah. is partially what they, they're, that's where like some of the war comes from, uh, some of the rabbits and the moles. Um, but it is cool that they are still uh, continuing on their development and the team and project community still stays strong. Um, I know their community is strong. You can see the tweet there. You're showing their Twitter right now for audio listeners at home, the 15 of you each week. Um, <laughs> Shout out to you guys. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but they, they still do like games every, um, they play games every day in their discord still. Um, and I'm sure, you know, Sundays are a lot more popular than others, depending on what they're doing, depending on what they're giving away too, because they do giveaways built into the community there. Um, but it is cool that they're still continuing to push that along. Uh, I know we know how hard that is to keep scheduling. I mean, our game has been going great, right? And, <laughs> Um, we had a half a game night and then we didn't even schedule the next one last week uh, the last one we were just like damn we totally forgot about that yeah we could do it now but we've come too far we've just, gone too yeah. far yeah <laughs> it would just been half ass take a thursday off yeah, yeah. Exactly. it would have been like last time or you know which i enjoyed that when we were playing with um um we play resin, resin, resin yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and but so who else joined with us? Because so, Red played with Mike, Mike's from uh from Mutants. That's what it was, yeah. And um, someone else from another project too, if I remember correctly. But yeah, it was. Uh, but because Rez was playing with me, he was my healing partner there. We were heal sledding yeah. all over Tommy and some Overwatch too. <laughs> um, but uh, otherwise, yeah, it was just we didn't get enough people like yeah. kind of ready for it, you know, and give enough heads up there. Sure. Um, I know the time zones also don't make it easy. We expect everyone to be like. Oh, it's 8 30. That's perfect time for everyone. And it's like, yeah, maybe if you live in Florida, but I don't. I <laughs> yeah. live in Turkey. It's middle of the night for me. That's not gonna work. So not happening. Uh, yeah, I'm in Australia. Um, uh, but it I just seeing some of these that are getting into some more games that um from what I'm seeing as far as the the NFT part of it goes, it's I just like seeing the ones that aren't overly ambitious which i guess is weird to say yeah. you'd like to see a project go as far as possible but it's what makes me a little nervous it's like when i see cornucopias and i know they got some real money behind them at least you'd think from the amount they made on these mints secondary but just the project they're building and to make that actually fully fleshed out and you know working and a good experience beyond just looking pretty with the engine they're on um takes a lot of work and a lot of it does and a lot of time where something like that we're seeing from Wolves of Rome, um, where they're keeping like it more within their bounds of their abilities to make it and focusing on the fun aspect. You know, it's not yeah. enough to just make well, it game work first too. too. Yeah, and it, but I it's mean, not enough to just make it work. Yeah. You know, it's one thing to just be like, hey, it works. And it's like, yeah, but it's no fun to play. So that's right. well done. Um, you missed the main part of it. It's not just the working, it's keeping it so it's fun. And uh, watching like Wolf's Rome play or um, even, you know, a little bit we've seen from Goombles so far, um, you know, there's like real potential for them to actually be able to develop and build that, which, you know, obviously is their plan. Um, but I think, it, I think you bring up an interesting topic, too. We talked about this a little bit before we recorded. I think going on the gaming part of NFTs, I think once any project goes mobile first, like making that the main priority, that is going to go a long way in this space. I think you and I were, you can agree on, we were talking about saying, you know, if I'm going to come to my computer and sit down to play a game, 
no offense to any project out there, but I'm not going to probably play the NFT game first because I already have limited time. But if I can get access to these games on my phone first, like make mobile the priority, I'll definitely be more inclined to play when I'm trying to get my son down to sleep or if I'm just chilling in bed or whatever the case may be, chilling on the couch, I'll be definitely more inclined to hop on and play those games rather than coming to my computer and sitting down. Because like I said, I'm probably not going to play that game first. I'll play not it, even at that first. home aspect, but you know, there's so much more potential than like at work sitting on yeah, the toilet, 100%. you know, exactly in the break room, killing time at the train station, at the airport, you know, wherever yep. it may be um, at bank in the line or whatever, you can click it open, make two moves, pause it. If you know, unless it's yeah. on the multiplayer side, I was even thinking about that. Some, you know, we've played quite a bit of Cardopoly now a few times. We played it live on stream, which is really cool. And, and it, it, is functions well and they've continued to develop too and really learn because they've had those full games played through so they know what they need to do to balance it better and we've even seen that from like the last time we played a live stream compared to the very first time when it opened up um just some of the balance is much better now the amount of money how you make money how yeah. long the properties last but it's also and as and as cool as it is seeing like um the full game board and <clears throat> kind of seeing all the pieces on there moving around and seeing how well that is actually working, even though there's still some bugs because it is early. And that's just, you know, that's what they're working out. Of course. Um, it's not perfect, but uh, it, it is fun. It works. Um, it's yeah, it works yeah. in a fun way. It's not, yep. it doesn't distract or anything. It doesn't ruin the game experience. It's usually just like, oh, I need to relog or something. Um, it could still work, I think, in my eyes on like a mobile platform because you don't need to see that full game board. I don't need Agreed. to see what's going on at the the go corner of the board on you know cardopoly when i'm down right. by the opposite corner i can just see maybe like my 10 squares i can actually maybe see some of the detailed information um you know what i mean that's something we've talked about where it's like oh man i wish i could see the actual blocks in front of me it's all there's so yes. much information on that board so on a phone if you only saw like the next you're only rolling two dice so the next 12 spots or so like that's all i'm gonna get um that would be perfectly fine to continue to kind of play along from your phone and roll and and like you said that would probably get me at least just because i either forget or get busy and it's like i don't have not kind of like maybe sit down and sit here and, and play through the whole time um until i get that dedicated time so but if i was on the phone doing it kind of on the go that'd be super easy yeah um, so it's definitely something interesting i agree like those mobile side of things is extremely important and it's something that's also made me um just not concern but just you know I, I think it's hard like i realize it's hard to tackle for a project right when we ask they're always like yeah it's in the plans but it doesn't always seem like they're like we are planning on it or we'd like to but we have no idea fucking how to do it like, it's not the totally fifth or sixth program. step it's like number yeah. 10 yeah, yeah exactly it's, it's, it's not like we're not developing this game for fun. Yeah. we're trying to get the game out first we're trying to get the nft out first right. in the game and then you know when that's working in two years from now hopefully it'll be on a phone Whereas I kind of agree though, like if some of these, the game that comes out, it's like, oh no, this is mobile first or mobile, mobile first, simultaneous yep. same time. Like both are dropping, they can interact with each other. You can play right. on both. Um, I think that'll go a long way. I mean, we're even still talking about that as far as like, what's the wallet to use when it comes yeah. to this mobile side of things. So it's gotta be the very difficult thing. And I know it's with, not always on Cardano. Some of it's the the app stores and, and working within those right. boundaries. So. That's true. I, I didn't even think about that because I think even... Um, I remember who it was, but they did say it has something to do because Apple, Apple gives a big issue for NFTs or crypto in general, as far as they want their cut mm -hmm. as, as far as how you operate with them. So I, yeah. but I, going back to the wallets, I think Flint wallet does a 
pretty good job as far as being able to buy and sell on JPG. Mm-hmm. So if some of these companies or gaming developers or, or gaming NFT projects can kind of maybe work with a wallet like Flint or another wallet that does that I'm They'll not too link. familiar with, yeah, that you link and mm-hmm. connect. I mean, that I guess I think if someone does mobile first as their main priority, that I think is going to exceed all expectations and and for me personally i'm going to play it more often than i'm going to play the game sitting at my desktop now i'm going to play these games that are coming out i'm not not going to play them we've talked about plenty of games that you know that are coming out that i will play and try but once the mobile one comes i'll play that one the most because for me the two mobile games that i can remember that i played the most or put actually time in where it was angry birds and clash of clans i played the shit out of both those games because they were they were simple and fun nothing too too crazy about them but they were just enjoyable you can do them and you can pick them up anywhere you can stop at any time like there's the reason why those games are so popular it also goes as far as even like when you start getting down to the marketing and seeing it on twitter where it's like hey these people are playing this game they're retweeting it maybe they have some sort of automatic tweets built within the game where when you do certain things you can like automatically have that tweet for you too you see that a lot which gets annoying for some games but i mean there's some ways it works where people are seeing it a lot they click on it and they're able to just go and download the app on their phone yep start playing right then as opposed to like click on it and it's like oh okay i'll do this when i get home then you have to sit down i gotta log in i have to like create this wallet on this side i have to connect it to this side yeah. i have to do this part where if you could have an app where all that was kind of facilitated within the app and you were just on one screen doing it and it's like that was great you know i had to wait at the doctor's office today for 45 minutes i just like got lost doing this and killing playing this game yep. it was fantastic um i think that just- will go a long way if we see that you just gave me an idea too, because obviously mobile like is going to be the biggest factor in mass adoption as far as Web3 gaming goes, because everybody mostly across the world has a phone. Um, but the other aspect of that is, is if the application itself is able to, oh, what do I want to say here? So the NFT game, I lost my thought. It's gone. Just lost it. Just like that. Doesn't just, have just it. Gone. He doesn't have it. No, but I, damn it. What? That's going to piss me off. I have to say about that too, about the mass adoption of Web3 and stuff like that. Cause I don't know. Uh, anyways. International phones, being able to connect and get involved, I guess. You know, I definitely understand where oh, coming from, though. No, got it. Came back. So, what I was say is any project coming out really should kind of do a Wolves of Rome in a sense. When I say do Wolves of Rome, come out with the mobile game first, right? So, and you could treat your NFT on your phone as like the battle pass. So if you want to get the extra skins or the extra this, the extra that, then you have to go and be able to purchase NFT. But some games even have like the tutorial, like, oh, how to get a Cardano NFT, how to set up a wall. They could have that within their game as a clickable option. So you make it as easy as possible to bridge these Web 2 to Web 3 people into that. So if any project does that, they're going to go a long way. And that's where we said, too, as far as the competition goes, when it comes down to bringing in these markets where we've talked a few projects now where they want to bring in non-NFT community members into the community by playing their games, by the game itself is fun. They don't even realize it. The the big one we hear is they don't even know that there's NFTs involved. They're just having fun playing the game. And I just see that as like more of a viable option on like the mobile gaming side um, where, yeah, there's some really big mobile games now. You can obviously play like PUBG and, you know, Fortnite and all yep. that kind of stuff on your phone. Uh, but there are still so, plenty of smaller indie games that become very popular if they're fun, if they're challenging and they like especially challenge you. If they take a little bit of thinking, a little bit of challenge, a little bit of retry and learning. Um, and that's what really keeps you engaged or coming back. 
uh, whereas opposed to if you get on the PC and then you're now competing with all these games now that release for free because they have this free-to-play model where you then have to purchase other parts, whether right. it's, again, Fortnite, uh, Overwatch, uh, Genshin Impact, whatever it is. Um, there's so many of these games that people put thousands of hours in for free. Yeah. And then, you know, they do spend money sometimes if they like like a skin or want exactly. an extra bit of... Um, you know, different look because they want to stand out or flex or whatever the case may be, or they get the free rolls and get them. Um, but they have to compete with all that when you're on PC where it's, it's still a large market on the phone, but it's a little bit different. They have a little bit more of a chance to kind of break through if their game is truly fun and engaging. Um, it, it's just a little harder to kind of get, I think the noise to get outside community members in that aren't right. into NFTs on a PC. Yeah. So if they market as just a game first, and then the NFT is kind of like the sneaky battle pass or whatever. I think that will bring more people into the to the space in general and just more Web 2 to Web 3. Well, well, that goes for gaming. I think it's wrapping it up on the back end. Tommy, you're fired forever. No, I'm kidding. We miss you. Hope you're having fun. Um, sure. Is, he's, I mean, good. it's what? It's it's only like 6 o'clock there. So we'll probably sit down for like some beautiful dinner on the beach <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to go pass out. I'm exhausted. Dipping my ties. So, yeah, exactly. I'm sure they're having a great time. What are those necklaces called? Like getting laid? Yeah, laid, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Lays, yeah. <laughs> All right. For well, sure. this has been a great show. Actually, I enjoyed it. It was a good time chatting with you, Tom. Good Just you and I. For sure. Yeah, nice. Change, change of pace. Change of pace. All right. Well, we will catch you guys on the next one. Bye.